What's up, guys? How y'all doing? This is Lita Johnson, Breaking. I know y'all been waiting for this. Y'all been waiting for the breaking, breaking, breaking about the recruiting. Uh, you know, I got out the hospital, high blood sugar. I'm okay, man. You know, just, you know, the heat and everything sometimes, you know, just working and forgetting my medications. And, you know, I'm going to get better, man. I got to get better with the, you know, the shuffle or anything. Now, I got to say, I love, 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 love all my followers. I got the best followers in the game. Um, love y'all to death. So right now, uh, for all, I uh, love all your kids. God bless your kids. They're kings and queens. They will evolve to be better kings and queens. But um, I'm also going to say a good prayer. Right now, we're going to have a, a silent prayer for a couple of minutes because I want to pray for all your families and much love for everybody. So let's have a silent prayer. I will have a silent prayer for all of you right now. Amen. Okay, um, let's get to it. Now, I know a lot of people are all crazy and to the left because, you know, people are used to people committing early. I understand that. I mean, I, I'm not even, you know, I, I dig it. I, you know, I dig it big time. Uh, 2019, you know, Justin Moore, um, guys like that. And then we was going after Scotty Lewis and Brian Antoine, who we offered early, just like when Deshaun Harris-Smith got offered. This is how Villanova does it. They go after their top target very early, uh, or, or their first top target very early. Because everything's a, everybody's a top target. Everybody, you got interest until a, a person's an interest or a high choice until they're actually recruiting them. You know, when they're actually going after them, it's like, oh. Top targets are the ones they, they're trying to get to commit right now. High choices are like, okay, if this guy doesn't commit, we're going after this guy. And sometimes 247 don't even keep up. A high choice will become a top target. They don't even, you know, update it. So sometimes 247 is, you know, late on the commitment, but that's just how they are. You know, it's hard to keep up with so many. Now, Sean Harris-Smith, congratulations to the Harris family. Erica Harris, Deshaun Harris-Smith. Uh, they're in Merlin, Jonathan Lamont. Um... Jamie Kaiser, they all are going to be with Merlin. Home-based guys. He'll be an immediate impact guy. The thing about that, you know, Merlin wanted him to play point guard. And Villanova was going to put him at the wing. I had one guy say, he won't get in right away and play right away. Y'all got to be – I got to feel like sometimes one guy was going at me like, oh, man, they don't want him to play this and that and – I'm not going to say certain guys that's out there putting things out there because I don't want to spill beans and, you know, mess up. But, but um, he was like, he's not going to come here right away and play, and he's not going to – what? He's not going to st- – what? Deshaun Harris-Smith would have started right away at the wing. Cam, Cam was gone. Cam was out of here. Everybody knew he was gone. You know, they already, you know, you got speculation whether Justin Moore is going to make the move or not, which, I, I, like I say, that's another to- topic, another subject I will collaborate on because that has to be very, very, very nuts decision 
But um, yeah, it's all these speculations. Caleb Daniels is gone. It's gonna, it's gonna go. Uh, there's also this me. This is my speculation. Mark Armstrong could have a year to where he's a one and done. At that Team USA game, he comes in because Jeremiah Robinson Earl could have left. He could have been a one and done. He chose to stay a second year. He did a Tim Duncan. Like Tim Duncan could have left his junior year in Wake Forest. He chose to stay. He could have been a number one pick, but he chose to stay four years at Wake Forest. Alright. So he's with Merlin. And I was getting um I'm not gonna tell you all no no coaches' names, but um definitely had a Villanova coach tell me um there was a guy that they're after. If if Deshaun Harris Smith does not commit, there's already a guy who's ready to commit as soon as they offer him. He's a wing. I'm not gonna tell you, you know, no nothing else. There is a guy. Right, but there has to be a, a evaluation. You know, it has to be an evaluation. You know, you have to see a couple more things, and then there's this is a dead period. September the ninth is when the dead period is over. They can't recruit nobody right now. You know, you can go look at players. You know, you can contact, but you can't you can't offer anybody. You can't get nobody to commit right now because it's a dead period. So. Realistically, when you look at things, realistically, um, Villanova already, like, the Villanova coach I talked to, they already, you know, he was keeping me updated with everything. Everything that was going on with Deshaun Harris-Smith, what they thought. Y'all understand, Deshaun Harris-Smith was a Jay Wright recruit. It's really hard when recruits get a relationship and a guy that they are used to leaves. It's all this. This is not. This is not a new discovery. When recruits' relationship separates, they leave. Sometimes either they they decommit or they just don't have the interest in their school like they did. Like Amani Hansberry, Villanova had interest in Amani Hansberry. As soon as Jay Wright is gone, oh, it's different. You know, he committed to Illinois. They didn't even recruit him anymore. You know, you look at um Jacob uh, Theoso. I mean, 2024 recruit. Hopefully, we'll see what happens with that. Mike Nardi was recruiting him. Um, we'll see if that continues. But once Jay Wright is gone, their whole field becomes different. Jaden High got offered when Neptune came. Marco Jackson got offered when Neptune came. These are Neptune's guys. You want to know about um, Marco Jackson and Jaden High? Yeah. Everybody saw Jaden High visit Michigan with the jersey on. Everybody's like, oh, it's Michigan. That's how a lot of people get there. I'm telling y'all, that's how a lot of analysts get there. You know what I mean? Half of them, you know, they get their, you know, their predictions. Oh, he's going there. He put on the jersey. No, no, man. He loves Villanova. He loves Villanova. He loves Villanova. Zayden Howe, he's still big on Villanova. Yes, it's, 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 a t- it's a tug real quick. I mean, Michigan has a good chance, but Zayden Howe is still, t- still very high on Villanova. So that's a guy, you know, and, you know, you look at, they can go either way. Uh, uh, Marco Jackson, there's a lot of guys coming to him. He's starting to rise up the ranks now. 
I tell people all the time, once you get that offer from Villanova, if you ain't got no stars, you're going to get stars. If you ain't went up in the recruiting rankings, guess what? You're going to go up when Villanova offers you. Hell, Marcos went up. Zayden Highs went up. You know, Michigan offered them. When, when, when certain people start offering you, then it's like, you know, you got some recruiters that go back and scouts that go back. Let me look at this guy again. This might be different. I mean, this is how it goes now. They weren't thinking big before. They might lie to you. Oh, no, we know you weren't. You wasn't. This is how it goes. Nobody tell you different. This is how it goes. It's always a pet. It's always a unit that looks at certain recruits and gives their, their insight, and they put recruits up based on the pack they're around and who they're around. And Because it's a lot of good guys. You'd be like, why are you not up there? It's a reason, man. It's a reason. But in Marco Jackson, yes, I mean, he's he's been big on being in, in PA regardless. He's been big in staying in Pennsylvania regardless. I mean, I, I remember talking to El, The crazy part is this. I remember talking to El Marco Jackson when, you know, Temple and uh, other Philadelphia schools were looking at him. Before anybody even recognized who El Marco was on, on, on the Villanova or, or, or Kansas circuit or any, you know, Michigan circuit, like, I remember. And then it surprised me. I was like, look, he'd been a good player. He'd been a, he'd been a baller. So when I saw the, the, the offer, I was like, oh, El Marco's about to go up finally. I, like, man, I hadn't talked to him in so long, so long. And now he's going up the ranks. So it's a Marco Jackson, Zayden High. And no no question, these are the, the guys that prioritize him. And there's a, one more guy that do not, it's a reason why they don't want to let this guy out. This is a, this is a very talented guy. All right? when, when people don't want to let a guy out there, he's a very talented player. And they don't want nobody to get no, you know, so this is, I'm not going to tell you who's, after after everything goes down, after his recruiting is done, I'll let you know who is all on him, what, what coach, all that, but no. This is big. This this is also the spark plug to the recruiting class. This guy could be ranked in 247 after this happens. So this is big. Villanova's always been good recruiters. Always get those diamonds in the rough. Always gets those guys nobody, everybody sleeps on. So after September the 9th, y'all will get that. All right. The one thing I wanted to talk about um, besides the recruiting is Justin Moore. I just don't think... Justin Moore is, a, is just a point guard for Villanova. I feel like either he's shooting guard or point guard. With Mark, Mark Armstrong there, if he comes back this year, I think him being the point guard is the best way to run that team with Caleb Daniels being the shooting guard. Let Mark Armstrong be on the bench back in the Moore. And you can have Brizzy and Archie Diagono. Brizzy can play shooting guard or can play um, – point guard. I just think that is a good guard rotation. I think he should come back and he should play. If he comes back and he plays good enough during when he comes back, if he comes back in February and he plays good all the way till then, I can see, yeah, go ahead and leave. If he if he's being the same more he was before he got hurt, but if he's struggling and he's not that same guy, he ain't putting that same work, he ain't made that noise because I feel like it's a, it's a downplay to who Justin Moore is. 
if you go and you're like, you look at these recruits and they just go and they just leave and and they don't get drafted or they get drafted in a certain round. Like Justin Moore is a top 20 pick. He should go there and, and get that get that money that a top 20 pick deserves, get that notoriety, that popularity, that, that exposure a top 20 pick should get and get drafted like Dante DiVincenzo did, you know. I feel like Moore is one of the best players in college basketball. So I feel like that man should go there and he should get it. I think that man should go there and he should definitely get his worth. Don't just go because you, you okay, all right, this this year is this year. And um I feel like I should go anyway. Uh unless you feel like Villanova's not gonna play you. That's different. I don't know that that's going to come. I doubt it. That's just not Villanova. Like, who's going to play in that whole guard, even with Mark Armstrong? Nobody in there is more important and, and better than Justin Moore. Nobody. He can play anywhere he wants to. He is the guy. Or if he comes back next year, Justin Moore is the best player on Villanova. I just feel it's a crazy bad decision, and everybody should talk to him about that. That's just crazy. Nuts. If you're looking at the draft and looking at how many guys that took decisions and took took the wrong route, I feel like Kyrie Walker shouldn't have, you know. I feel like uh, Jaden LeCue shouldn't have. I feel there's a lot of guys that took the wrong route, and that's before they even hit college. And you got so many other guys. Who, who was in college, who took the wrong route and left, and then they wasn't drafted, and it was just it's crazy. Some guys that was told it was going to be top 20 picks, it wasn't. It was like the bottom of the draft. So, in my opinion, man, which is a very valid, I'm going to be factual about it. I got to stop opinion because it's like I'm giving hope because I have hope. But you got to make a smart decision. I don't know who's ta- who's talking to them, who's talking to people, who's talking to these recruits. I hope they're not making it themselves. Because if, if he's making it himself, then this is what he's he's content with. He just wants to get out of college and get a paycheck and go play. Like, all right, I'm going to get this check, feed my family, be in the G League, come up to the G League, and that's it. That's, that's what he wants to do. But if Justin Moore wants to be rewarded for the great player that he is. He goes and he shows it and he gets his credibility and he gets his draft stock up and he gets there. Justin Moore could play anywhere. So now back to recruiting. Okay, 2024, I want to talk about Caleb Daniels. I mean, Caleb Williams, uh, Jaleel Bethia, uh, Boogie Flan. I mean, Boogie Flan. I don't think Boogie Flynn is out of Villanova's reach. We don't know where that's at yet. It's real early on that one. Um, I, now, Jaleel Bethea, I talked to both of them. They are. Villanova, I think, gets both of those guys. I know it's very early. Uh, Bethea and Williams are Villanova for sure. Um, Sir Muhammad and Isaiah Abraham are two guys that we'll see where that goes. I see Sir Muhammad is a big-time guy. We'll see with Isaiah Abraham, man. With these Paul the Six guys, man, we ain't we only had one guy commit. Yeah, Brandon Slater, you know. Darren Harris is also another guy that they, they, they've been on. I mean, but they haven't offered them. But um, Isaiah Abraham is an unbelievable. He's a very, very good player. 
athletic, explosive. But Paul, the six guys, just I, even though I haven't got anything from that 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 uh source yet, I'm I'm just making those. You know how some of these recruits do. Remember, I just told you how recruits, how um analysts do, how scouts do, how they pinpoint. You know, after seeing this is what I'm doing right now, pinpointing. Paul the six is a high school we recruit. And looking at the the future of uh, I have to see where it goes and get more updates. Right now, it does not look like Villanova is going to get Isaiah Abraham. I'm just I'm just right now I'm just going by history because ever since Brandon Slater, we ain't got Jeremy Roach, we ain't got Trevor Keels, <laughs> and we're still trying to get another guy. So we'll see what happens. Sir Muhammad looks like a guy that could that could go to Villanova. Um, I will see how that goes, but you know he's one of those type of guys from that area. Villanova's good at recruiting, but right now, two guys that I see being Villanova commits at this point is Jaleel Bethea and Khalil Williams. Talking to him, I had interviews with Two Four Seven on VU Sports. They're looking for Villanova. All Villanova has to do is go at him. And another guy um, for twenty twenty three. Draven Gibbs Longhorn. Now, now, Draven Gibbs Longhorn. I, I went. Excuse me, Longhorn. I went. Uh, I did an interview with him, and he's very interested in Villanova. He's very interested. He just wants to see them come after him, like a lot of recruits do. He did. He 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 definitely made it known. Like if they if they come after him, he's very interested in Villanova. I'm talking about very high on Villanova. Now I did another talk with, with, with a coach, and um, you know Villanova coach, and I've been told they haven't went after him yet. They haven't. They 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 they've been interested. You know, of course, some, they've reached out, but they haven't went after him and recruited him hard yet. That could change. After September ninth, the, the just just to give y'all a very clear cut of what can happen. Draven Gibbs Lowhorn and the unnamed recruit are two guys that could definitely be Villanova recruits. Definitely be Villanova commits. Just keep an eye on Dre. Keep a big eye on Dre. Now, Zayden High, that's going to be a tug of war, but he's high on Villanova. El Marco Jackson. How also? We'll see what happens. You know, um, both of them is 50-50. Don't say, oh, God, we're not going to get him. This is not Deshaun Harris-Smith, even though Sean, Deshaun Harris-Smith was high on Villanova. But this is bigger than Deshaun Harris-Smith. I mean, not bigger, but this is uh, more of a lean than Deshaun Harris-Smith because these guys are all Neptune recruits. You know, Zayden High, before Zayden High um, got all these other uh Offers from other schools after Villanova. Villanova was the biggest school. And definitely the biggest program to offer Zayden High. And, and they went after him. And if you look at, you know, he always talks high on Villanova. He always talks high on Villanova. Even more than Deshaun Harris-Smith did. Because when you talk to Deshaun Harris-Smith during his process, he really made it known about Merlin. You, you saw it. And I was just like, you would see interviews. You would, you would hear him talk. You would talk to him. You would talk to, uh, around his circle, people around his circle, people around him, people around coaches. They would be like, 
Oh, yeah, man. Villanova still, I don't see him not going to Villanova. Villanova should be the pick. Even Villanova, Villanova coaches was like, man, there's no way we should lose Deshaun Harry Smith. And then toward the end, I start, I got the call. Um, don't look like we're going to get Deshaun Harry Smith. <laughs> that's, that's, that's how that went down. Don't look like we're gonna get it. And when I when I got that hit, I put y'all, I, I sent a I sent a tweet out and said, well, it looked like Deshaun Hess was going Merlin. It could be tomorrow. And obviously he named another college decision. I was also in contact with uh, his mom. And you know, they was on vacation. So, you know, I was I'm always at work, man. So so what y'all want to know about 2023 is Draven Gibbs Lawhorn. And y'all want to think about that? He's definitely a big possibility. Um, after the recruiting period, after the dead period, I could see that definitely being the guy to go after. Um, there is a big list of also, that's another thing to let y'all know. I asked about the list of players. And is there a possibility they drop out? No, they're not dropping out of 2023. They're going to get commits. Then you talk about the transfer portal. I know people are like, oh, they're gonna get three. Are oh, you stupid? Like, what? What do you do? Dream false falsifications? What is it? You can't be something you're not. You're not in this field. Stop doing it. Stop it. Um, they're definitely not getting three. <laughs> you're definitely not getting three transfers. That's, you can't come to a round table and say that. You'll be laughed out the round table. You'll be you'll be laughed. You have tomatoes thrown at you. You have elbows to the forehead. Get out of here. But even if Philadelphia Villanova does get three recruits, they will still go hard into the transfer portal. Because it's all about experience. Some people don't understand. Like that's what a lot of stuff is about. Experience. You get three recruits. You get two or three recruits. I, I, could, I could see this being a two-recruit a two class, that there's a possibility. There's a very big possibility that this could be a two-recruit class. But there's only one transfer that they will go after that could make that, you know, because next year you could have Eric, you're going to have Eric Dixon. Trey Patterson's going to start. It's his time. Okay. Um, Khalib will be gone. So Mark Armstrong, it's his time. Whether he starts this year or not, next year it's going down. Um, and you look at what's open. That's a small forward position. I can see them going after a small forward in the transfer portal. I think that's the biggest part that they'll go after. They have enough guards. You got Brizzy, you got Housing. Lalangino can, can can go to the guard position, and you can just bring him down. You can have Lalangino. You can have Armstrong as your backcourt. There's too many options. They got housing. You got too many options. You got you got too many options at guard. They're not going to go after a guard and, and the transfer port. I don't see that happening at all when you got investment in a guy like Mark Armstrong and then you got Longino. You still got Chris Archidiacono. Yes, he can start. He's, come on. This is Villanova. This man has all the experience in the world. And then if you are 
if you are absolutely if you are absolutely 100% really looking at recruiting you look at the shortage at power forward they can get a recruit at power forward bring them off the bench or they could think about it Zayden High comes to Villanova he's coming off the bench and see Deshaun Harris-Smith was told at Merlin that he'll play point guard, start at point guard. And one guy, another, oh my gosh, just retarded. I, sometimes I can fall back, sometimes I can't. But um, there was a speculation by a follower that he wouldn't come in. Or, or one guy, well, I can't say retarded to him. That's my guy. I won't tell you his name. I can't say that to him. He's just making speculation that this guy would not start when he came to Villanova. Villanova has Cam Whitmore leaving. You have Lib Daniels leaving. That's two guys right there, right? Brandon Slater gone. It's three guys. Deshaun Harris-Smith was going to be a wing. One of the Villanova coaches had uh, texted me and was like, Deshaun Harris-Smith will go straight to the league from wing. He said Deshaun Harris-Smith will be... Well, let me look at this text. Wait a minute. Okay. He, the big thing I got from one of the Villanova guys was um, Deshaun should be the next wing to go to the league. And um, he said Sadiq, Michael, Josh, and Dante D. And then as things tick down, Things ticked down. He was like one of the um, Merlin assistants was like, not a Merlin assistant, but one of the Matha assistants said he's wasting his time. He should go to Nova. This is what I'm being told from a coach now, a college coach, a Villanova college coach. One of the, the Matha, he's wasting his time. He should go to Nova. That was that was the talk. All right, I'm giving y'all inside scoop. This is Lita Johnson giving y'all. I'm not telling y'all names. I just say that, but I'm not telling y'all no names, okay? And, you know, so I was talking to him. I was like, yeah, man, you know, the big advantage is that Lamoth and Kaiser are recruiting him. Deshaun Harris-Smith was the lone top target. He was the lone top target, man. Like, he was the, there was no other guys coming. Neptune had just offered Zayden High. There wasn't really anybody else. Jay Wright had really locked in. Imani Hansberry was not being recruited anymore after Jay Wright. He wasn't. Jay Wright was thinking about leaving anyway, so he wasn't into recruiting like he was anyway. So now this was all Coach Neptune. So there was nobody bringing Deshaun Harris Smith along like the other, you know, recruits would be doing, you know. When you have a coach, other recruits, it's like Kaiser recruited because of Lamoth. They're on the same AAU team. Shout out to Team Durant. And my guy, Dwayne Wise, they're on the same AAU team. So when they both committed to Merlin, they was they was bringing Harris Smith along. They was already chanting, yo, come on this way. You know, Kaiser and, and um, Lamoth played for the same AAU, so they already had a chemistry. And so now they was like, now the Merlin thing was like, come on, come over here to Merlin. So one of the Villanova coaches told me that um, they purposely didn't commit Jonathan Lamoth and Jamie Kaiser 
to recruit Harris Smith. This is the word. Never will tell you who said it. This is the word. They purposely didn't recruit Jonathan Lamont and Jamie Kaiser to bring in Harris Smith. Maybe that might have been a bad idea. I mean, but who, who? that's not his call. The call was Harris Smith, so we can't say he made a mistake. We can't say these Villanova coaches made a mistake. They was going to Harris Smith anyway, and they purposely didn't recruit Lamont and Kaiser to focus on Harris Smith, which could have been a chess move that, that proved to be a little bit costly. But look, look at Villanova's guards, though. They could have definitely went and got Lamont. They could have definitely went and got Kaiser and still had Harris Smith play Wayne. I mean, who knows? I mean, I, I'm going to um, have some fun with my, my guy, Dwayne Wise. Shout out to director, Tim Durant. And like, man, do you know that? <laughs> that y'all guys could have actually been looked at. But, but you, listen, Harris Smith was being looked at by Nova so hard. They wasn't gonna, it wasn't like they looked at Lamoth and Kaiser first. It was Harris Smith. I'm pretty sure if you look back at that round table of discussions between coaches, they would have been like, hmm, maybe we should have went after those guys. Maybe. But it is what it is. Now, let's let's continue. I want to continue on the guy that's a 2023 target that nobody knows about. <laughs> I'm not going to say anything. What can I say? What can I say? I'm not even going to say his size because guys are scouts and they're going to listen to my podcast and be like, we know what we're talking about. I'm not even going to say his size. I'm not going to tell you what he does. I'm not going to say nothing, 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 nothing. I don't want to give no gives up because it could mess up Villanova's recruiting chances. I'm not going to do it. I just know nobody knows about this kid. Nobody knows. Nobody knows. This is a good recruiting thing to go on. So I'm pretty sure it's going to be a lot of shuffles and paperwork and somebody out there is making guesses. Oh, he's talking about this guy. 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 I'm not going to say nothing. Just know that this guy is definitely who will be a, a big contributor. Just know why this is like this. It's not even all Villanova coaches. The the kid's father doesn't want it to be known yet. He's an old school. I, I was told he's old school. He doesn't want it to be known yet. The kid's father doesn't want it just to come out, which means the kid's father even likes Villanova. That's what that means. That wasn't told to me. I get that out of that. When the kid's father says, I don't want nobody to know, that means the kid's father. There has been, that means Villanova has been doing recruiting on this guy for a minute. As far as um the, like the like the transport porter, the, I, I'm gonna say this to to, to my guy, who um, to a lot of them, it's a couple of guys. Not only one guy that that thinks Villanova is gonna attack the transport portal and just, and I'm gonna talk about that one thing. Um, it, it's a uh, um, they're very open to the transport portal. That I was told by Villanova coaches, they're very open to the transport portal, but not to load the roster up. <laughs> <laughs> like load the click. Come on, man. It's not gonna happen. 
there's a, a there's a possibility for a second guy if that guy's not eligible for the next season. They're they're looking for recruits, man. And then you you got to start looking into Villanova's loading up for the 2024 class. Boogie Flan, they're very interested. I I said to people, if he goes to Villanova and visits, he's coming back with an offer. And what happened? Bing. That didn't happen with B.J. Boston. That didn't happen with Malachi Palmer. That didn't happen with Jacob Thiel. I said, if this five-star, top 10, top 20 recruit, and it's crazy because B.J. Boston was a top 10, top 20 recruit, you know, uh, top 20, top 30, sorry. Um, Jalen Green was offered very early, very early by Villanova. But like I said, Jay Wright isn't into the, all the lights. And when, when, when it's too much camera, like he, he's such a good visionary. He sees it. Like, I'm wasting my time recruiting this guy. Because this guy could easily be in the pros. So he didn't go for him. He didn't go for him. He went for guys he knew he can get to commit from real quick. And then he still kept tabs on Green. He still kept tabs on him. You know, I could tell y'all who I was talking to. Now, I was talking to George Halkovich around the time that that recruiting was going on. And he was like, yeah, they're interested in everybody. They're definitely interested in Jalen Green. But what happened with that was he just said that he feels like at the end of that recruitment, when I started to realize that Jalen Green would not be an interest to Villanova anymore was when George said, well, he looks like a guy that's going to go to the pros. Well, he looks like a guy that they're not going to have a clutch on. You know, the the, the Kentuckys, the Memphises, they were on him. They were on him hard. Especially Penny. Penny was on him. Kansas was on him. And, it, you know, when you, when you put a lot of uh, these guys like that need to be courted by all coaches. <laughs> All coaches. They need Jay Wright to be there the whole time. It's like Brian Antoine. Brian Antoine, Sky Lewis was playing. Jay Wright was at the game almost every other. You saw him come. Calipari came. You had you have to really you have to have the main coach come court guys like that. Cam Reddish, you have to have Jay Wright come court guys like that. And Jay Wright just didn't have the time to do that and still get recruits out that class. But guess what happened? Anybody know what happened in that class? They didn't get nobody. Nobody came out that class. And everybody talking about coaching. Other than that, oh, we're going to be zero for 2023, which is the dumbest zero for 2023. Like, that isn't, that isn't a smart statement. Like, so they had 2,023 recruits, and they didn't get that. But I understand what they were saying. But Villanova got nobody that year. Devin Askew. Devin Askew, right? Remember Devin Askew, right? Remember Jaden Springer? Plays with the Sixers? Yeah. Um, who else? Can I, Lance Ware was a prospect they were recruiting. Terrence Clark, for God's sake. Jeremy Roach was the and Jabri Abdul Rahim were the two t- first priority targets. 
And then I was told from Ashley Howard that they were not going to focus on 2020 no more. After the Jaden Springer, it was over. And he said, Daddy, we didn't get Jaden. It was over. And that's what happened. Nobody talks about it. Everybody's talking about, oh, my God, Neptune and the coach. But what about 2020? Then somebody said, well, the difference is they were a winning program. And there ain't no difference. We're talking about recruiting. We're talking about recruiting. What are you talking about the difference is that it's, I just feel like it's a little, it's not all racial, but it's in between racial. It's like some people are a little bit racial because it's, oh, this, this guy's a black coach. Say what you want. I ain't saying all, I ain't even saying majority of Villanova fans, but there's a nice little, nice little pinch of people that's like, oh, well, but then, but the majority is this. This is the majority. Jay Wright fans. Jay Wright fans are stuck at Jay Wright, and that is it. Anybody else that is not Jay Wright is not good enough for Villanova. That's just it. If you ain't Jay Wright, you ain't good enough for Villanova. Because they're still heartbroken. <laughs> Jay Wright just, the way he left wasn't like he did a farewell year. Like, okay, I'm leaving like, like Coach K did. He didn't do that. Coach K just, I mean, I mean, Coach Wright just said, hey, uh, thanks for coming out. He did a Russell Simmons. Thanks for coming out. God bless you. Good night. That's, whoa, 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 wait, 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 Jay, Jay, hold up. Come, well, come back. Jay, talk to us. Talk to us. <laughs> That's how smooth Jay Wright is. He like, with the suit, he, who does that? In the middle of recruiting, you just say, hey, well, I don't feel like doing this no more. This is. I'm going to go on the beach with my wife, pina colada. <laughs> I'm sick of this. <laughs> but at least he still is helping the university. That's Jay Wright. He is Villanova. He helped keep those recruits. You know that's why we got those recruits right. It just wasn't Neptune and the rest of the staff. That I don't think. Will I think they would have stayed? <sighs> That's 50-50. But I knew Jay Wright was going to help that go down. He just wasn't going to leave and not help keep the, the, the unbelievable class that he got. That wasn't going to happen. He loves Neptune. That is Mr. Miyagi, Daniel Sun. And if you don't think he can coach, they're going to take over the Big East next year. That is that is that is positively positively going to happen. Nobody's going to beat Nova next year. They still have an elite team. Neptune is an elite coach. Anytime you can go to Fordham, where Eric Pascal left after becoming, you know, who he was in the A-10. He was like a freshman of the year in A-10. And Fordham's not anything. I I'm sorry. Sorry for the University of Fordham. Fordham doesn't match up to the criteria of a program you think would make a big push or a big turnaround. He actually turned Fordham into a 500 program. The last time Fordham before last year had a winning record was 2015-2016. They were 17-14. Neptune's 16-16 season was tied for the third most wins in the last 20 seasons for Fordham. You want to go further? How about tied for the most, the 
the third most wins in a season. You know, they had 16 in the last 31 seasons. It's talking about the program that Fordham is. But like uh, Sticky Finger said, but but, 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 but wait, it gets worse. The great Sticky Fingers of Onyx. Um, One of my favorite rap groups, Onyx. Look up Onyx, okay? Fredro Star. If you don't know who Fredro Star is, he played on Moesha. All right? He played Q. Uh, Shout out to Onyx, Sunny Sunny C, uh, X1, and all those guys. Sticky Fingers, one of my favorite rappers. They were in the Patriot League, ladies and gentlemen. They were in the Patriot League. So, well, Ashley Howard came. If anybody knows, you're the college program that has six straight losing records. Six, I mean, five, six straight losing seasons. Um, you get a guy. Then, then you win two games the season before, and you end up being sixteen to sixteen. That school was riding high, and you know how I know because I got a lot of fans inboxing me talking about, "Oh, you stole our coach." Y'all stole our coach. You had Fordham Twitter followers like, oh, he just is going to leave after one year. I mean, they were sick when they, they were sick when Neptune left. Sick. You think you were sick when Jay Wright left? You know how sick Fordham was when Neptune left? And look at the team he had. So just imagine what he's going to do with Villanova. This is going to be – they're going to win the Big East. I don't care about Creighton or all this other uh, – UConn. They're, going to, they're not going to beat Villanova. I mean, they might get a win. There's a possibility. Jay Wright has a loss. But who's going to win the Big East championship? Who's going to win the conference tournament? It's Villanova. That is just it. Okay, we got – Everything out Villa, uh, Villanova recruiting right now. We were going to go with that. Um, but what I want to say is um, I have more once it breaks down because we'll have so much more. So many more names will pop up. There is a long list of 2023 names that Villanova's looking at. Like, this is not even, even just, just keep this 100% real. Zayden High, Melko, if Marco Jackson and Zayden High both commit. Because this is how recruiting goes. There's always a long list of recruits that uh, Villanova's looking at. I, I, I will get those. I will get those. Just give me a minute. Okay, but we got to wait till the dead period's over. We got to wait till this move is made. But um, when Villanova was in uh, the 2020 class, it was a long list of guys they were looking at. And, you know, they were giving offers. Like Jaden Springer, they had been looking at him. You know, it was a lot of guys, a lot of offers. A lot of started to come up once they didn't get there. Jabri Abdurrahim and Jeremy Roach didn't go, and they realized that Jalen Green was far gone. A lot of guys were turning up. You saw so many guys turning up. So this is the same thing. Same thing. Except this is a little different, man. You had a coach right in the middle of the recruiting cycle. Right at the end of the season, when you know they had been going after Deshaun Harris Smith, when the hype was high on Villanova and the Final Four, all of a sudden the Final Four coach goes. Yes, this is a change. It's going to happen. Everybody's so like Villanova fans are not right. They're not right for being like this with next Coach Neptune. You owe him an apology. You owe him a lot because he's dealing with a lot, and yet you act like you forgot who he was. 
He's a great recruiter. He's one of the top recruiters in the whole nation. When, when he got four of them with so many guys, like I say, once again, like I said, podcast, DJ Gordon, Abdul Tisambala, Antonio Day Jr., Patrick Kelly. These were guys who came over because of Neptune. He went to work and got guys that made them a 500 team. You have to be crazy. So, you know, if he goes in recruiting, if he goes into the portal, he's going to get guys to come. And that's another thing to watch out for. Um, that one, maybe two. Don't see three at all. Don't even don't even pray on two. But that one guy, he gets to come over. Because this, for one, this is Villanova. Like, you don't need. You already had Villanova as a recruiting circuit. Fordham needed some tra- transfers. They needed it. You, you wasn't going to get many recruits to come over to Fordham, even with, even with Neptune. And look what he got to come over there. You just wasn't going to get many. You, you wasn't going to. That's how you know Neptune's a good recruiter. You wasn't going to sell many guys on Villanova. I mean, on Fordham. You, you just can't do it. I don't care who Neptune. I don't, listen, Rick Patino has Iona. And he still can't get five stars over there. He's Patino. You still have to have the certain type of program. But you see the players that Patino got over there. It's just what it is. And that's what makes you a good coach. Who can you get over there? There were guys who knew about Neptune. Rock Patrick Kelly and T. Sambala and um, T.J. Gordon came over there because of Neptune. They knew about Neptune. T. Simbala, Kelly were Penn State guys. DJ, Go- these were all Pittsburgh, Penn State recruits. So, man, listen, I just want to give y'all a little scoop. I'm out. Breaking. Follow leader. Follow me on Instagram. Follow me on Twitter. Follow me on Facebook. I'm out.